0: Do you like tacos? Let's taco about politics. Let's taco about things that really matter in America. You're listening to the Nacho Show podcast. <laughs>
1: Hello and good morning! Uh, welcome to the Natural Show. This is Ignacio Valdez here from the beautiful Ogden, Utah. Beautiful, beautiful, and that's all I can say, folks. And uh, this show is uh, being uh, brought to you by Fed by Ribbons Media and also the Path Forward Utah. Uh, this show is also being sponsored by the Brixton Potato, the Trump Tater Tater, and also Solidify Web. Let's build the website for you today. And our, our our other sponsor that we got going on is called Natural Graphics. Natural Graphics will bring the best graphic design for you and your business and everything that you've got to do. So give us a call, 801-869-0523, and we'll get you all taken care of. Now, um, in this uh, fantastic episode, we have three awesome individuals. And uh, uh, we are going to be talking about... Uh, uh, something super important, you know, uh, in, in this podcast, we do everything uh, right. And uh, we want to do everything right as far as being citizens of the United States. And, and I, I'm an immigrant. I'm an immigrant from Mexico, and I can hear inspected and admitted. And I tell you what, I am. I pride myself of doing everything the right way. The, everything, you know, all, all the paperwork, paying my fees. I can't. I, Cross the border legally and everything. And so I, I mean, it's not that I'm bragging about myself, but I'm, I just pride myself of doing things the right way. And and another thing, you know, some um, I would say uh, it's a privilege of being a United States citizen. And uh, with that, something super important that the, all United States citizens have to take into account is to go and vote. That is super crucial for the sovereignty of our country, which is the United States of America. And uh, these uh, awesome individuals will talk to us more about um, an initiative that they are currently uh, working on um, as far as the voting is concerned. We understand that The left really um, is uh, trying to destroy that system uh, that we have always had, and uh, we cannot allow that to happen. So uh, we've got uh, Natalie, and we have Stephanie, and we have Lou uh, to talk about this. Uh, How are you guys doing? Just fine. (laughs) Excellent. All right. Well, it's definitely fantastic to have you guys here. So we'll go ahead and start with Natalie. Um, Natalie, can you just uh, introduce yourself really briefly? And uh, talk to us uh, um, about uh, the purpose of this initiative that you guys are creating.
0: Okay, thank you. Well, thanks, for first of all, for having us on your show today. We're excited to be here. We're excited to talk about this initiative. And we're getting a lot of great responses. We've um, talked with a lot of different groups about it, and people are really excited. Excited about it, but uh, my name is Natalie Clausen, and um, I'm one of the members of the Secure Vote Utah, and we have um, worked on an initiative to bring uh, to the citizens to have us be able to put it on the vote on the ballot in November to be able to vote on securing our election system and making it so it's we um, so we have more confidence in our system. There's been a lot of concerns this last little while about the election system and going forward we want to just make sure that this is something that we don't have any any loopholes or any problems with it
2: so it's exciting initiative
1: that is fantastic so stephanie can you um, uh, elaborate a little bit more about uh, the initiative and what you guys are are trying to do and uh, how how you guys want to accomplish this
2: yeah thanks um so we (coughs) sorry we're trying to um have people be able to have to show i d when they come to vote, and we want people to vote in person, and we want to have the votes hand counted those are kind of mm-hmm. some major things we want to have happen so if you had a a question about the counting of the vote they could they could you have a way to check it and recount them and and have people that you know people in your local areas doing the counting and bring it back to the way that we've been voting for uh, over a hundred years or more. I don't know. Like we, we want people super important for people to have faith back into our voting system. Again, is if you don't, I I remember um, I was in high school and we had had the people, everybody voted for student body officer. And then um, when the results came out, they said, that me and this other girl tied and then this other guy won and all, all these things and we're like, mm-hmm. okay, wait a minute. So they we figured out like my mom figured out that they actually didn't count the students' votes, but the teachers were the ones that hand selected the people. And so my mom went and talked to him. She's like, Hey, just a minute. This is so important. This is this is the basis of our country that yeah. we have to have you have to teach kids that their vote matters and their vote counts. And if they if people don't think that it even matters because it's not counted correctly or we feel like things are not right with their vote what's i mean what do we have as a country so this is why this report this issue is so important it's why um we feel like it's a huge daunting task to get that many signatures but we think enough people understand the importance of what we're doing so i think we can get enough people helping us get this done in a short yeah. amount of time
1: that's awesome. That, so what you guys are doing is uh, you guys are just trying to obtain signatures uh, in order to uh, to present that to the legislature or uh, how is this going to work? Can you talk to us more about that, uh, uh, Lou? Uh,
3: you bet. And I appreciate the opportunity to, uh, to talk about our initiative. So uh, we filed it with the lieutenant governor. That's the first step. Uh, right after Christmas, okay. we're going to hold seven public meetings around the state, which is a requirement. Uh, to to get input, feedback from the public, and then we will start circulating the petitions right uh, before or right about New Year's. And we have till February the 15th to come up with about 150,000 signatures, which is a daunting task and sounds like it might not Mm -hmm. be possible, except for the intensity that we're finding all around the state with this issue. And uh, it isn't just our uh, anecdotes to us. Uh, We did a poll with Richard Barris, who is one of the most accurate pollsters in America today, national pollster. And uh, he found that in this state, people are, you know, okay with the mail in voting until they find Mm -hmm. out the security problems around it. And then almost 90 percent of the people he surveyed of uh, a representative sample, both political parties, independents, almost 90 percent of them said that they want security over Convenience and that they're perfectly happy to return to in-person voting if that brings
1: that. Yeah, definitely. It's a, so, such a crucial matter um, uh, nowadays uh, that, yeah, security would be more important than convenience uh, because what we already saw, you know, in these uh, past elections, how insecure the, uh, uh, the elections were. Um, and obviously right now we're paying the consequences of that. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Uh, of that what's going on so and and uh, you know i i I am sad uh, guys Uh, i'm sad and i'm i'm worried uh, that uh, not just at the federal level level it is happening uh, it is also happening here at the local level um and not just uh, the the voting part Uh, the, the voting part is super crucial you know for for this now the other part that I'm worried about and it's one of the reasons why I I do this podcast every every week is uh, to you know help people understand um you know uh, the importance of uh, keeping uh, and respecting the constitution and uh, um grasp ourselves uh, uh, towards that um because uh, if if we elect individuals that do not respect the constitution if we elect individuals that they just uh, they just go off of whatever they see on facebook or, or whatever the left is indoctrinating them then we're having a problem we're having a problem and uh yes you know we believe in you know that each individual has the freedom freedom of thinking whatever they want to think and and whatever but we really need to understand that what whatever's right is right, and whatever's wrong is wrong. Okay, so no, no matter what side, and and also I'm, I have been requested to have somebody with my opposite views on my show, and I'm thinking about that, and uh, and I wonder how that's gonna, how that's going to happen. Uh, but my, my my point basically is is that yes, you know, we we can have different points of view as far as politics is concerned. But at the same time, it's like not just, it, it it's not about uh Democrat or a or Republican because it, on our side, in the Republican Party, you know, we have, uh, you know, the so-called rhinos that, <laughs> uh, you know, that are being progressive and they're, they're grasping other ideas that are, Definitely uh, not according to what our, you know, our the values of the Repo- Republican Party are. So, uh, so yeah. Anyway, so it's it's not about the Democrat or Republican. It's it's about wrong or right, uh, or you know, good and evil. So, and that's that's a word that we keep fighting every every single day. So, Natalie, go ahead and elaborate uh, more about this uh, about the initiative. And uh, talk to us more about uh, how are you guys uh, thinking about accomplishing it? What have you guys uh, currently uh, done to do this? And how many signatures do you guys have?
0: Okay. Yeah, thank you. And just to add on to your point, which I think was a very good point, is that this really is a bipartisan issue. And it's something that in the 2020 election, there were concerns over the election throughout the country. In the 2016 election, there were concerns from the from the Democrats, and so I, it's an issue that as Americans we want to know our votes were counted correctly. So party, regardless of outcome, we want to know that the process is fair and accurate. And so, going back to voting in person and counting the ballots in person will really make a difference. And to get to restore that confidence in the system, I talked to a poll worker who who what was involved with counting years ago and then through, and then recently also. And he says as he goes to the polls now to count, he just sees the machines tick by and sees the, the counting and then the final tally at the end and just watches the machines go. And then he compared that experience to when he was a poll walker, watcher and, um, back years ago when we were voting in person, and he could actually see the ballots being opened up and counted and tallied right there in person. What they do is they they count 20 at a time. One judge opens it up reads the vo- reads the votes and then the two judges on either side tallies that down and then after twenty they count up and they say they compare the numbers if they have the same numbers they continue with the count if they don't then they correct it right then and then you have poll watchers who are there watching the whole process to make sure it's secure and so I think things like that will help us regain our confidence in the system and it's really like I said it's really a, a bipartisan thing <clears throat> and it's and it's Need to decentralize this whole process that it's being we're counting, we're voting, and we're counting in our neighborhoods and in our precincts, and and so we're with people that we know and, and decentralizing the whole process. So so thank you. I think that was a great comment that you made, and then just to expand. A bit, how we're doing this? So we, like Lou said, we've got these seven public meetings that are coming up, and then we have the process of c- collecting signatures, which we really have only about a five-week window to get about one hundred fifty thousand signatures, which is a huge undertaking. But we are feeling a lot of um, a lot of momentum c- going forward. That there's a lot of people who are excited about this, and so we, if people want to go help, we have our website is securevoteutah.org sign up and that is what involved do can be whether it's just giving your signature, signature or if you can help collect signatures from the larger groups of people or if you can allow your place of business and have invite people to come to your place of business to sign the petition or if you want to donate and there's a lot of different ways that you can help
1: with this process that is fantastic so can you repeat the, the website once again so everybody can hear it
0: yes thank you it's so- yourvoteutah.org.
1: Okay, securevoteutah.org.
0: Yeah, and the signatures we can't we cannot collect, start collecting them until January, but we want to get we want to get our um our base ready to go so that we have mm-hmm. Oh, and the signatures have to be collected from throughout the entire state of Utah. So, we have 29 senate districts we need to get more than 8% of the number of active registered voters in each senate in 26 of the 29 senate districts and so this really needs to be a statewide process, um, process and we're really looking for some team leads in places around the country i mean sorry around the whole state so that we can are ready to get going as soon as we we can start in january
1: that is fantastic, that is fantastic so uh Lou let me ask you a question here um, uh, what other what other marketing uh, strategies have you guys uh, uh done as far as uh, spreading the word out uh, for for this initiative
3: Well, talking to you as an example of one of our strategies i mean we're reaching out to a what is now a large group of grassroots patriots. In this state, uh, of every kind of background, from every part of the state, organized in many different groups. And we're talking pretty much to all of them right now. We're getting a tremendous reception. That's why I really believe
1: Mm
3: -hmm. that that we could be starting with a core base of as high as 40,000, 50,000 people. And uh, that's why I believe this is doable, because people are motivated right now. They see the problems with this country. They saw all the riots last summer that were not addressed. They saw the shifting that's going on in uh, uh, Pennsylvania, Georgia, and uh, Arizona, these different states uh, that uh, very possibly impacted our presidential election. And uh, then they look at the system of voting that we have here. And, you know, we are not, unlike what the governor said in his press conference yesterday, we are not conspiracy theorists trying to make it hard <laughs> to vote. Uh, well, we are concerned citizens that do not want a climate where it is going to be possible for somebody to uh, undertake a massive fraud on the populace we're not suggesting i'm not suggesting that that has already happened i 'm mm-hmm. saying you don't allow conditions to grow uh, that could cause that kind of thing if you have if you have your car in the driveway that you take to work every day day it might be more convenient if you just left your keys in the car then you don't have to look for them in the morning <laughs> after you wake up but yeah. some people would point out gently to you that at some point somebody's going to steal your car if you do it that way and and, yeah. and this is what we're all about just having security we want every uh, legal vote uh, that can be obtained in this society uh, to be uh, counted and and for every person Uh, new citizens old citizens people of every background we want them to vote but we want them to do it legally in a secure process that's all
1: agreeable 100 percent agreeable there with you and uh, something that really um it's shocking to me uh, to see that and i mean the united states of america it's a first world country and it, it's not considered, it is a first world, world country. And we're supposed to be having fair elections. What, I, I, I'm going to give you, um, I'm just going to make a comment here. It, it's so interesting that yeah, it, it, the country that I came from, in, in Mexico, they even had the government, the government, they actually make commercials about everybody getting a voting ID whenever they go and vote one. Yeah. I, and I'm not like, cause I grew up with all that stuff, you know, and they stress that you have to go and uh, get your credentials so you can with a picture and your signature and then, and they make it, they put you know some salsa music and things like that. So to, to make it appealing for everybody, you know um, and uh, here in America, there's these these people that are not making sense. They're like, oh, yeah, so if, if you require an ID, then you're racist. And what the heck is that? I mean, yeah. come on. You don't understand what sovereignty is all about. They're just trying to make everything racist. Oh, And I'm going to tell you this. Racists care about race. The rest of us care about character and i keep posting that all over the place because i want them to see what the heck they're doing you know what i'm saying so so yeah voting definitely is uh, in other countries that that's supposed to be is sovereign they they do have those initiatives you know and even the government um, in in other countries they encourage us strongly to have an id for you to go and vote because they they believe they believe in fair and square elections even though at the very end of you know there's you know some money going on <laughs> and uh you know but i, I don't know it, it's just incredible that in our country because this is my country i am a citizen of of the united states so in in our country we're seeing this uh, we're seeing this nonsense about voting it, it, it is crucial uh to the sovereignty of, of this country that we we must have fair elections now stephanie um it, i had you here on my podcast a, a couple of episodes ago and uh, we had a really a really nice conversation about um uh, the leftist perspectives and how that ha- has affected your family and uh, it it really uh, it it hurts me you know it, it hurts me that uh, nonsense uh, policies and uh, uh, perspectives are, are really uh, trying to catch to all of us. But us as patriots, uh, us as patriots, we we cannot allow that to happen. And I applaud you guys for what you're doing. Thank you. And I congratulate you, Lou, Natalie, and Stephanie. You guys are doing a, a terrific job at uh, doing this uh, fantastic initiative because we have to inject this into everybody else and, and i'm telling you i see all over the place that a lot of people complain that oh well we should have not voted for this person oh he shouldn't be you know in power, and things like that but then a lot of people complain but they don't take action <laughs> you know about mm-hmm. about voting or they don't know how or they don't know the process and and, and everything like that so so that's uh, um you know uh, one of the reasons why you guys are doing this this uh, terrific job and uh, i yeah definitely uh congratulate you guys for for what you're doing and uh we will we'll go ahead and spread the word about this uh we'll go ahead and spread the word about this and uh, uh definitely uh, keep everybody posted on this uh, uh just to, uh, to go ahead natalie you were going to say something
0: yeah yeah thank you i was just there, i don't know if you're familiar with this recent um uh study that was put out by the heritage foundation but they re- they looked at each state in the united states and ranked them according to how secure their elections were do you know where utah fell on that list well, we were at the very bottom. We were in the very bottom section in the red zone, number 41 of the state of the 50 states. And so to me, that means there's room for improvement when we see those those numbers. And when I hear the lieutenant governor's office and the governor and so many of our local media push so hard against trying to make any reform, I'm wondering what's going on. But I don't think it's okay to just sit back and say, it's fine, we don't have any problems. I think we need to be proactive and make sure any of these loopholes are closed up and that we don't have, I'm not, when we're not, our position is not that there's been problems in the past, but like Lou said, we don't want problems in the future. We're not leaving our keys in the car for to, to let problems happen. We want to secure yeah. things up now. That's why we call the secure vote Utah and make sure this is
2: a system that we can trust
0: and we can verify these re- results.
1: Absolutely. Go ahead. Stephanie.
2: Oh, I like, I like what you were bringing up the point when um, people call it racist, like our uh, Lieutenant governor Put a hit a little hit piece out on on this group saying that it's it's racist to um, want to, to our vote secured like this. But I don't. I've never heard anyone say it's racist to uh, fly on an airplane where you have to show your ID like two or three times, or all the million other places you have to show IDs. And now with these, uh, I haven't heard anyone call those racist. And all these crazy things going on, but it's definitely. I think that's, that's,
1: uh, it's insane.
2: Very insulting. Someone was telling me that I can't, that it's too hard for me to show ID to go and vote. I think that's super insulting.
1: Yeah, but understandable. Yeah. And is that, anyway? All right. Well, folks, um, thank you so much. Uh, We will go ahead and go on a little break. And uh, remember, guys, this is the Nacho Show uh, brought to you by Fed by Rivers Media and also the Path Forward Utah. And this show is being sponsored also by the Brixen Potato and Solidify Web. And we will be right back.